0: It's 11 o'clock, I'm Robert Kemp. The top stories, dancers involved in Thursday's Mirror gig say performers are not to blame for the accident that left one of their colleagues seriously injured. Police lay a holding charge for manslaughter against two men after a 40-year-old man was found dead in a Hollywood hotel room yesterday and the former Philippine president, Fidel Ramos, has died at the age of 94. 23 dancers who took part in Thursday's Mirror concert have called on people not to blame any of the performers for the accident that left one of their colleagues seriously injured. Timmy Sung has details. In a statement on social media, the dancers say they would not comment or give interviews while an investigation continues. They also clarified that none of them had made anonymous comments online and that they had no intention of launching crowdfunding for their colleague who was seriously injured when a giant video screen crashed down on his head at the Hong Kong Coliseum. They said dancers and members of Mirror were devoted in giving their best and were now getting through the tough times together. Please don't blame any of the performers, they said. The injured dancer remains in intensive care and his condition is critical, but his vital signs are stable. Police have laid a holding charge against two men aged 38 and 44 for manslaughter. The two were arrested yesterday after a 40-year-old man was found found dead the same day at a hotel on Hollywood Road in Central. The case will be mentioned at Eastern Magistrates Courts tomorrow. Centre for Health Protection says nearly 1,500 people with COVID are now being treated at public hospitals, 12 of whom are in intensive care. With more patients on wards, a chief manager at the hospital authority, Gladys Kwan, said they're stepping up testing requirements for staff.
1: For our staff now, apart from the daily rapid antigen test, they have to have the PCR test twice every week. And we already cover those colleagues who are taking care of the high-risk group patients. And these plans will continue to expand. So starting from next week, we are going to cover all the A&E colleagues, as well as those who are outreach to those residential and uh, resident homes. So we will review the effectiveness and see if we can further expand.
0: Health authorities reported 4,634 new COVID cases today, of which 179 were imported. One more patient with COVID has died. The former president of the Philippines, Fidel Ramos, has died due to complications from the coronavirus. He was 94, the BBC's Simon Ponsford reports. Fidel Ramos leaves behind a complex legacy in the Philippines. He was the national police chief who helped enforce martial law during the authoritarian rule of President Ferdinand Marcos in the 1970s and 80s. Thousands of people were killed and jailed. But Mr Ramos defected and in 1986 was a leading force in the People Power Revolution which brought down the Marcos regime. Six years later, Fidel Ramos was voted in as the new president of the Philippines and oversaw an unusually calm period of politics and of economic growth. He was nicknamed Steady Eddie for his unflappable character. His death coincides with the recent election of President Bongbong Bong Marcos, the son of the man he helped topple. President Biden says he's feeling fine after testing positive for Covid for the second time in 10 days. He's gone back into isolation doctor described it as a rebound infection and said no further treatment was needed. A former observatory chief, Lam Chu Ying, says the government should focus on developing flatland in the new territories before going for other options. He was responding to the chief executive John Lee, who yesterday said he would explore all options, including using parts of the green belt to find land for homes. Mr. Lam said officials should take an integrated view of land supply rather than studying individual sites. He says it's better to first develop brownfield sites and abandon farmland near villages. If you build new housing estates on flat land, it would be cheaper. And in those places, the sites are usually closer to existing roads. It would be cheaper. It would make travelling for the residents much easier. So there's no reason why we should ignore those existing sites in the plains as accessible by by transport and go to remote places where you have to you invest a lot to ensure that the people could travel cheaply and so on. The government says 350,000 people who lost their jobs in the fifth wave of the pandemic have been granted a special $10,000 handout. Officials say the number of successful applications exceeded estimates. They said they took a lenient approach, granting applications from people whose period of employment fell a day too short of the 30-day requirement are tuned to RTHK, the time is 5 minutes past 11. Russian shelling has killed a grain tycoon who was one of Ukraine's richest people. Alexei Vadatursky died along with his wife when a missile hit their home in the southern city of Mykolaiv. He owned the Nibelon Group, which has built key infrastructure for grain exports, the BBC's Andrew Harding reports. The explosions began soon after midnight and continued well beyond dawn. Rockets and missiles damaged two schools, a hotel, and many other buildings, triggering fires and leaving giant craters in residential neighborhoods. One of Ukraine's richest men, a grain exporter, was killed with his wife at their riverside mansion. Mykolaiv is a key strategic city, currently blocking Russia's advance west along the Black Sea coast. In recent days, Ukraine has been targeting key bridges in nearby Russian-occupied territory, as both armies appear to be gearing up for much heavier fighting. Russia says it has invited experts from the United Nations and the Red Cross to investigate the deaths of more than 50 Ukrainian prisoners of war in the occupied part of Donetsk. Ukraine has already called for both organizations to look into the killings in Olenivka prison on Friday. Kiev and Moscow blame each other for the deaths. Sport and the Women's European Championship final between England and Germany will kick off in about an hour's time in front of more than 85,000 fans at Wembley Stadium. England have never won the trophy. Their manager, Serena Wiegmann, who guided the Netherlands to the title five years ago, says they're relishing the challenge. It has been a special journey so far already. But of course, now we're in this stage, we really want to win. But that's the same for Germany. They really want to win too. So it's going to be a clash. It's going to be a big occasion. and I hope we win. As for Germany, they're eight times winners of the Euros and their side contains the joint top scorer in the tournament, Alex Popp. Not that she's focusing on individual honours.
1: For me, it's the important thing that we get the title and uh, not the golden booth. But
0: um, yeah, when I can help with my goals uh, for the team, then I'm very happy and um, yeah. the end when
1: uh, comes the title and the golden booth that's perfectly for me
0: staying with football darwin nunez scored as liverpool beat manchester city 3-1 in the community shield at leicester city's king power stadium to list the first silverware of the english football season liverpool manager jürgen klopp praised the work rate of the new signing nunez
1: your new teammate are that nice that I want to give you all the balls because I want to help you. We passed balls behind the line and sent this poor boy after 10 minutes, six times there, full sprint. He was completely done. And then everybody comes, oh, oh, oh here first touch, there second touch. It's a joke. He is a really good player and we will help him to get better.
0: Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola congratulated Liverpool on the win and felt his side started the game badly.
1: Congratulations first of all for Liverpool for the victory, and uh, yeah, it was a, they start better, 10-15 minutes, and after we, we took our game, we were better in that in many parts, and after when we started really well the second half, and after we equalized the goal, it was our momentum and action from a clear action to make, we missed the pass, and they could run, they make the transitions, and, uh, and the penalty, and after it was more difficult.
0: Motor racing and Formula One championship leader Max Verstappen has won the Hungarian Grand Prix for Red Bull after starting from 10th on the grid. Seven times world champion Lewis Hamilton finished second for Mercedes with his teammate George Russell, who started on pole position for the first time, taking third. Now the weather, mainly fine. The minimum temperature will be around 28 degrees very hot with isolated showers tomorrow, with a maximum temperature of about 34 degrees in the urban areas, a couple of degrees higher in the new territories, light to moderate southwesterly winds. The outlook very hot on Tuesday, there will be showers and thunderstorms in the middle and latter parts of this week. Showers will be heavy at times. Temperatures currently 30 degrees, humidity 79%, and the very hot weather warning is in force. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Dancers involved in Thursday's Mirror gig say performers are not to blame for the accident that left one of their colleagues seriously injured. Police lay a holding charge for manslaughter against two men after a 40-year-old man was found dead in a Hollywood Road hotel room yesterday. And the former Philippine president, Fidel Ramos, has died at the age of 94. And that's the news from RTHK.
1: RTHK radio.
0: Stability is the cornerstone
1: of development. For the past 25 years, Hong Kong has been resilient when facing challenges. Today, we embrace more development opportunities. Through integrating into the national development, and with the advantage of one country, two systems, Hong Kong will boost its economy, improve people's livelihood, and consolidate its international standing. Let's build Hong Kong's future together. A new era. Stability. Prosperity. Opportunity. The more people get vaccinated, the stronger we can fight the epidemic. Under the vaccine pass, persons without medical or other exemptions and age 12 or above must be vaccinated to enter food premises, schedule premises, government leisure and cultural venues and more. Jab records can be saved in the Leave Home Safe app for easy use, or shown in the IM Smart and eHealth apps, or kept on hard copy to show or scan the QR code of your record as required. With the protection of vaccines, we will resume normal life soon. 24 hours a day. This is RTHK. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Going to kick off the hour with a couple requests for Miss T. S. Yes, Teresa across the pond. Live. Foreigner. Another orchestral version. Here's Double Vision right here on Radio 3 with me, Michael Lanson, Sunday Late.